Welcome to the Inside Muskegon podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 120. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an inside look at Muskegon's film industry with Watermark Studios and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Andrew Vanden Houghton with Modern Cine, Sarah Rooks with Watermark Studios, and Adrian Cheney with Cheney Racing. I'm here with Andrew Van Houten, Sarah Rooks, and Adrian Cheney talking about Watermark Studios and some of the things going on here in Muskegon with Modern Cine and Cheney Racing. Welcome to Inside Muskegon today. Thank, Thank you. Let me start out talking about the Watermark Studios and letting people know uh, what's going on over there. Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting last three months, to say the least. Uh, you know, you uh, definitely have a pretty interesting uh spot here on lake michigan and lake muskegon and i was brought here because uh moses gross and i were collaborating collaborating on a film developing a film project and then he parlayed that into developing a film studio uh as a 28 28 year old filmmaker from new york city having worked in facilities between both coast la and new york I kind of have an, had an understanding of what you know my dream facility would be like, but uh, I could never have guessed the opportunity would come up to where I could actually, uh, you know, venture into creating such an, a you know a, a facility. So when Moses and I met, and he flew me, myself, William Miller, uh, Robert Tonino, and uh, David Sporn and Greg Wilson, some colleagues with me at Modern Cine to Muskegon, Michigan, actually into Grand Rapids, uh, we were kind of taken aback at what he had over here, and actually really uh, we're a bit stunned by the the beautiful uh, you know landscapes as well as the locations that that Michigan and Muskegon specifically have to offer. So. Talk about some of the amenities at the studio. It's being touted as uh, the best uh, production studio this side of uh, New York or L.A. Uh, What kind of facilities are going to be there? Well, you know, I, 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 uh, we're going to be having a 17,000-square-foot soundstage. We're going to have two other stages as well. One is a 3,500-square-foot soundstage and a 2,500-square-foot soundstage. The 17,000-square-foot soundstage will obviously be studio, uh, you know, uh, studio quality, the highest level with uh, grids that move up and down, 60-foot high ceilings, uh, probably about 55 feet to the grids. Um, we're looking at uh, doubling the second soundstage, which is Soundstage B, as a recording facility to record a up to an 84 five-piece orchestra. It's kind of cool because we're creating a remote video access to another room where we can have the sound mixers on screen see the orchestra playing and actually, you know, you know, do cues. Uh, so if the composer chooses to be in, in front of his orchestra, which they usually do because that's where they need to be, then at least his mixer and, and the people doing all the, uh, you know, uh, technical end of it can be uh, remotely in another part of the facility. So the ground level is really kind of the brainchild of the facility uh, when it comes to uh, the technical uh, you know, side of things regarding, you know, the filming and creation of sets uh, and uh, the studio end of things. We're going to be having, uh, you know, mobile units that'll come to and from the studio for on-location shoots uh, up to four different trucks um, servicing, you know, lights and grip and electric equipment. The film studio itself will also have uh, all the high-end facility and high-end equipment that Hollywood or New York has to offer. Uh, we've really budgeted ourselves to be able to take on three shows and all three sound stages at the same time. So we really can, in theory, run uh, 
two very large independent productions uh, while we're taking on a studio TV show like uh, you know you know uh, you know uh, ER or anything really. I mean, the seventeen thousand square foot soundstage is large enough to really house a, a decent television show, and we could put Oprah on our soundstage B and still have enough room to do something in soundstage C. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, we'll be able to do sound mixing as well because we have two two hundred seat movie theaters where we can screen our films for the filmmakers and the sound mixing facility. Will you actually be able to sit in a movie theater while you adjust the sound level? to your film which is pretty unique uh, you know in addition to be able to do final color correction with high end digital I mean you know it's very technically advanced in short and, and, and to, to keep it not too dull for the listeners who absolutely you know could care less about the exciting things that are, are, are you know the minutia of this whole project we're going to have a hotel with four bowling alleys uh, and, and uh, hot tub saunas um, steam rooms uh, you know a pool with two jacuzzis and a, I mean, we're aiming for a really high end five star restaurant on the roof is well and a golf platform where you can shoot golf balls off of and do indoor golf uh one of those virtual machines too and then the roof houses uh about six uh we can put up about two thousand people on the roof shooting deck where you can shoot we could do uh three different movie screenings outdoor at the same time for about 600 people 200 each screen too facility is going to be pretty chock full i mean between the housing you know the Marilyn monroe suite and the buster keaton suite and circa 1950s hollywood style and themes within the hotel suites you're really going to feel like you're at a resort when you come to watermark studios uh, uh, we'll have a film developing lab on the third floor in addition to having, uh, you know, uh, facilities to uh, do film transfers, film scanning, high definition, THX mixes for sound mixing. Uh, you know, I mean, it goes on and on and on. As I said, we did not miss a detail. And putting something together like this as quickly as we have is a testament to the vendors that we work with in New York who are so thrilled about, you know, helping develop the industry here and bring people in locally to create and run the place. Oh, it's pretty amazing. And being someone who was uh, born and raised in Muskegon, it's, it's almost hard to believe that you're talking about doing it right here. And I'm, I'm as pro-Muskegon as anyone. I think it's phenomenal that this is happening right here in our backyard. And that kind of you know, leads me to ask Sarah a question. How did the watermark become involved and, and be interested in, in doing this studio here over at your facility? Well, that's a good question. We, um, we're looking for the right idea to push our project forward and looking for something that fit. And that's when um, Andrew and Moses had met. And we started sending, you know, the state started doing all these film incentives. And that was really what pushed the project forward. So we started sending all this information about the tax incentives. And then Moses and Andrew took it from there. Yeah, I mean, it really happened the day Moses was dropping shit on my backyard in Brooklyn. I mean, if he'd not been crapping my backyard, I probably wouldn't have ended up meeting him. So, you know, he's a developer, so he's building a building next to my building, and, and his contractors were dumping shit on my backyard. And I called them up to complain, and, and I met Moses, and uh, I was actually calling also to find out how much the building, the units in the building were going to cost. And his partner, uh, this Italian guy named Marco Cristino, comes over, and Marco says, I know you make movies, so, uh, you know, I have a project maybe you're interested in making. And I said, well, why not? So I looked at the script and we said, well, we have an idea based off of that. And then he said, you got to meet my partner, Moses Gross. And then Moses comes in. I'm like, we had a great, great first meeting. And, and he said, you know, why don't you come to my, my office? And I went to India for three weeks. I come back from India with my mother and, uh, you know, and, you know, come back and I take the meeting at Moses's place. I left my mom at home for the meeting, of course. Um, and I took the meeting and sure enough, lo and behold, Moses Gross is there. And, and, uh, you know, he said, well, what do you think about build, building a film studio in, in Muskegon, Michigan? And my first response was, what? <laughs> Muskegon, huh? What? And 
that was why he, I said to him, if you want us to be involved, you need to bring us to this place so we can see it. Seeing is believing, and it's great to have large ideas and great uh, to have a lot of enthusiasm. And uh, at the end of the day, and you'll talk to Adrian Chenny about this in a little bit because we actually, you know, really excited about working with him. Uh, you know, until you see what's possible and physically understand it's there, it's, it's hard to really get people to invest their energy and efforts behind something. Yeah, that kind of ties in nicely to my next question for uh, you and Adrian is, uh, what interested you with coming to Michigan? Is it the uh, the incentives that kind of get you here and then the location, uh, things you can do once you're here? What attracted you to the area? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think we're attracted to the area from the studio standpoint for, uh, because of, of the beautiful locations. The incentives absolutely get us here. And then, and then you know, the people have been very warm and welcoming and help in promoting our, our brands and modern cine and our films and creating a, a bit of a fan base, which is new, you know, in the Midwest, which is great. Um, and, and just creating opportunities for a small company like us, at least Modern Cine, to really start expanding and growing. So I think we get a lot of local support here, which is hard to find when you're when you're a small fish in a big in, in the big ocean. It's hard to find it when you're a big fish in a small pond. Then people really come out to support you, and that's what it's all about. Adrian can talk a little bit about you know his his interest in the Midwest. I mean he he's he's uh, yeah go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, to segue over to to my involvement and I'm, I'm up right up here right now um, meeting with Andrew about figuring out how we can collaborate on a project uh, in this case uh, it's called aerial racing it's actually um, something that I've wanted to do for a long time and, and Andrew just basically coined it which is uh, figuring out how to take a car and drive it upside down through a loop-de-loop drive it on the side of a, a vertical wall and um, and make a movie about it and so this is, you know, and then when he told me, well, there's, there's incentives um, to, to be able to make that happen in a, in a movie setup, um, it's, it's very exciting, very interesting. So that's what, that's what I'm up here and, you know, I'm from the Midwest uh, somewhat. I, uh, I'm from across the, the, the lake over there. I spent a bunch of time in, in Wisconsin, went to school there, and, and I've raced a bunch in the upper part of Michigan, up in Bark River. I don't know if anybody knows that town, but uh, there's a bunch of off-road races up there. So very familiar with the, uh, with the Midwest, love it, and uh, any chance I can get to, um, to come back, I do. And uh, especially under the scenario that uh, you know, Andrew and I go back uh, a ways and that we can collaborate and, and that also the state could possibly get involved in, uh, in that that if we to to build this like for example the loop to loop is going to be an engineering feat and this is something that if we can uh, use local um, talent to do that then it's a win-win for everybody that sounds like a speed racer beat, meets the matrix uh, all happening here in muskegon <laughs> it's the future of racing uh, what type of uh, projects will be coming here? Modern Cine, uh, you know, one of your uh, breakout films was Girl Next Door, Jack Ketchum's book, which you adapted into a uh, movie and really kind of hits you, I would say, uh, powerful, uh, unsettling in a good way. I mean, really makes you think. Uh, what types of projects will you be bringing here and maybe talk about what you're working on now? Absolutely. Um you know, Modern Cine has been a company that, that I started, you know, when I was back in college, when I was about 21 years old, and, and now I'm 28, and I'm here in Michigan, and, and, and you know, I'm still making horror films uh, with Modern Cine. Uh, we did do a romantic comedy last year. You know, I'm always intrigued by good stories. I like stories that are, you know, a little uh, different than the mainstream. I've always thought that... Uh, 
the wonderful thing about being independent is you don't rely on somebody saying yes or no. You rely on yourself saying yes or no. And that's great to be able to sit in a place and choose a screenplay that you feel is, is worthy of being made into a film that other people might be afraid to make or it might just be a little out of the norm to make. Um, you know, films like The Blair Witch Project and Napoleon Dynamite certainly wouldn't have gotten made in the mainstream, you know, film film world. So discovering interesting projects. We have a project called Return to Dust uh, by Andrew Sherman out of Detroit. And Andrew is a screenwriter locally in Michigan, and we want to shoot this next spring. Uh, it's, it's kind of a, a modern noir film about these characters' lives who are all interweaved within various parts of Michigan, and it kind of comes down to... Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Coen Brothers movies wrapped up with the, the the characters out of a John Sayles film. So, you know, it's definitely going to be a modern noir film that that uh, is a different move for the company, something a little uh, away from the horror uh, genre specifically, but still dark and and intriguing. Uh, I like comedy. If there's a great comedic script, we'll be moved to do it. Um, and then as far as modern cine goes with Adrian's project and the aerial racing, um, you know, we're really looking to create a franchise and a brand here that can that kind of be built on the precedent of a NASCAR. Uh, we really are trying to create something that involves a lot of uh, people coming out and checking it out uh, live. Um, I know we're going to be looking for thousands of people to come out for the film when we shoot his film as well as to watch him actually accomplish this historic feat in, in the racing world and, and outside of the racing world. I mean, man's dream has always been to fly and I think Adrian Cheney has the, if I can say it, the cojones and certainly the talent to pull it off. So Modern Cine would be absolutely uh, thrilled to be part of, of, you know, and we are going to be part of developing that as a film project and his life story is kind of what you know it's all about leading up to this you know incredible feat um, and and uh, you know I think we're going to be looking to hopefully have an audience of hopefully 40,000 people there for the day we actually shoot that scene and, and uh, it's pretty exciting stuff so modern cine you know we're open to anything as long as it's different something intriguing makes you excited makes you think pushes your buttons a little bit like the girl next door sometimes to you know uh, make a point you know and, and, and as far as Watermark Studios goes we want to be the gateway for middle America. What we're trying to do is really bring in anyone from the advertising side all the way across the board to Hollywood side and independent side. We're open to any projects as long as they are... um you know, full willing to, uh, you know, uh, come in and, and not be afraid to, to let us really take care of them. I mean, we really are about, you know, quality and customer service. We want to create a resort experience. Michigan and Muskegon specifically is a special place. Six months of the year, I can say at least it's, it's very special. In the winter, it's a little cold, I understand. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think if we do this studio the way we're planning to, it's going to be almost like a little indoor Disneyland for filmmakers. What types of jobs will this bring to the Muskegon area? Oh, I mean, catering, uh, electric scripts, uh, you know, we're going to be looking for, for laborers in, in with, with uh, wood, you know, wood, uh, woodworking backgrounds. Uh, you know, anyone who has a technical background in terms of electric and, and you know, and, you know, and gripping across the board to uh, production design and, and you know, uh, you know, I mean, there's probably about 100 to 150 people on a crew on a 15 to 20 million dollar film. Uh, we certainly uh, may have to bring in initially some people from LA, New York, and Detroit to, uh, you know, really help train 
the people coming up in ranks. But I, I have to tell you, doing our film Jack Ketchum's uh, Offspring, we're shooting Offspring here in Michigan starting August 4th. I'm actually getting back in the director's seat for that one. But, you know, you know what I've seen is that even with that film, we've got about maybe 30, 40% at least you know, of our crew, if not more, uh, you know, from the local area. So the people are here, they're ready to work and they're really, I got to tell you, you know, if they, uh, you know, were in New York city, they'd probably be a lot more jaded and bitter about the business. I've never seen more optimistic and, and excited and just, just genteel kind people. With the new, uh, catch film that you're shooting, will any of that be shot in Muskegon? The whole film. All right. That's, that's amazing to hear. Uh, question. What is gripping? Uh, gripping is like uh, setting up a light stand or rigging, you know, rigging lights and, and uh, you know, or uh, any equipment that supports the lights or flags or anything around it. So, uh, yeah. Thanks. A little bonus knowledge thrown on our listeners and our guests. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to our final question, and I'll maybe uh, throw this out for Andrew. You have one minute alone with a person considering bringing a project. I'll start over. You have one minute alone with a person considering bringing a project to Watermark Studios. Make your pitch to get them here. Well, it's really simple. I mean, if I'm going to finance about 36% of your project, because, you know, the 42% credit is obviously uh, about 36% when you take all the costs, uh, I think that's pretty much uh, the biggest selling point. And the second one would be, why wouldn't you want to have a vacation and do your work at the same time? How are you guys getting involved locally with the uh, Muskegon Film Festival? Uh, well, we are going to be presenting uh, our short films, Modern Cine short films at the festival, the collection of five of our films that we're uh, you know, screening there. And uh, we've also screened uh, The Girl Next Door, I believe, this last year at the festival, and Headspace, our first uh, feature film with the company there. Um, it's pretty exciting. I mean, Sarah Rooks is, is, she is absolutely the biggest supporter of, of Muskegon and, and the community, and she's really taken us in and shared us uh, we've really been, it feels like we're at home. I mean, we're really lucky to have someone like Sarah Rooks to kind of, uh, you know, bring us here and show us everyone. Well, I think Andrew too, that we're really lucky to have you here and somebody with your context, cause you've been help, able to help us grow the film festival and you've been so kind as to let us kind of use you and your business to do so. But then on that note, we're going to be doing a fundraiser, um, for the film festival. And this is something we've roped Andrew into as well. It is showing his short films during, um, it's going to be on the LST. It's called Rock the Boat Fundraiser, 7 to 11 p.m. on August 30th, and it um, involves a benefit for the LST and the film festival. And five, uh, four, four finger, finger five, five is, gonna be is the one, and with yeah. a VJ behind showing the shorts, which so. is really really cool. I mean, keep in mind too that uh, you know we're going to be doing this as a kind of a doubling as a wrap party, uh, you know, for Offspring too. So the folks from uh, our film set and crew are going to just roll over to the, the, you know, the ship over there and and have a good old time. And you know, as far as I'm concerned. You know, Muskegon and the, the film festival are absolutely not using our film company. They're giving us an opportunity to promote, you know, our films to a new audience. So thank you so much, Sarah Rooks. Sure. Well, thank you very much, Andrew, Adrian, and Sarah. Best of luck to you. On to great things here in Muskegon, and we're happy to have you in our community. Thank, thank you. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and for the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. 
post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 120 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Paisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason and Inside Muskegon. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.